0: Welcome to the Smoke Learning Channel. In this video, we are going to go through the challenge of managing lens distortion during compositing. Lens distortion is caused by the characteristics of the lens when filming. The most obvious example is using a wide angle or fisheye lens. Recognizable characteristics include a bulging center and straight lines distorting on the edge of the frame. In the compositing world, It's much easier to match up to straight lines and flat images. So while you work, lens distortion is not exactly your best friend. So before performing any creative work, generally you might need to undistort your images. You can follow along with this video by downloading the footage. You will find the link in the YouTube description or type the link displayed below in your internet browser. We will start off in CONNECT Here I have a grid card that was filmed with a lens I would like to rectify. If you are the VFX supervisor on set, ensure that you have a grid card to film with each lens. You can either buy a grid card or make your own. This will make life much easier trying to determine how to fix the distortion in post. Looking at the frame for a moment, There are three key points you need to consider when filming the grid card. The center of the grid must be aligned to the center of the camera frame. Otherwise, you will not accurately measure the distortion. Next, try to fill the frame with the entire grid if possible. You want the grid to cover most of the frame so you can see what the optics is doing. So print the grid card as big as you can get it to make the most use out of it. And finally, try to ensure the grid card is flat onto the camera. In other words, try avoid filming the grid card at an angle that will introduce angle distortion. If you're able to get those three points accurate, then you'll have a clear means to rectify the distortion. So in Smoke, let's start checking the frame for accuracy. Select the Result Viewer. Now switch to the Grid menu. Enable the large center and set the option to be RELATIVE TO BORDER. This means that the crosshairs will always stay central regardless of any guides used in the viewer. So you can now see that we will need to centralize the grid. Next, enable the free guides. Drag the left and right sliders to see that the arrows line up. You do this to check for any angle or rotation on the frame. The left and right edges match up fine. Now let's adjust the top and bottom guides. If you look at the arrow top right and bottom right, you will notice that it does not line up with the other arrows. So there is a slight angle that we need to fix as well as position. Exit the grid menu and go to the ConnectFX node bin. Hover over the node bin and press 2 for the 2D transform node. Drag out the 2D TRANSFORM node into the CONNECTFX schematic. Connect the output of the source into the front input of the 2D TRANSFORM node. Double-click on the node to bring up its controls. Adjust the X-position to slide the frame over to the left to center the grid. Next, we need to compensate for the angle as this grid card was not shot 100% flat. Because the top and bottom arrows don't line up, we need to adjust the Y-Rotation. Set the Y-Rotation to minus 0.85 and all the arrows should line up. So the grid should now be correct to perform the lens correction. Look at the difference when I flick between the media source node and the 2D transform node. Now we can flatten out our distortion using Action. Switch to the CONNECTFX node bin and drag out an ACTION node into the CONNECTFX schematic. With the ACTION node selected, press control to create a new media input. Just connect the output of the 2D TRANSFORM node into the RED FRONT input of the media input node. Since we are not keying or rotoscoping, you don't need to connect the BLUE ALPHA CHANNEL input. Double-click on the border of the grid image to go into action and expose the object and image controls. Now before we do anything, switch back to the grid menu to get some more assistance. Leave the large center on but turn off the free guide. Enable grid and choose the row and column grid. Set the columns to 30 and the rows to 35. This gives us enough vertical and horizontal lines as a guide. Exit the grid menu. Under the image tab, you will find a Lens Distort menu. For correction, set the pull-down to Rectification. The values applied will be the inverse of applying lens distortion to the frame. So under the radial header, you can start applying the corrections. Negate the magnitude of the distortion to minus 3. This will pull the corners out. Set the adjustment to minus 1 which will perform secondary correction. And finally, set the anamorph to 1.3. This controls the aspect ratio of the correction. So if I was to flick between the 2D transform node and Action, you can see that the lens distortion is removed. At this point, you can now take the output of ACTION and begin compositing with this image as normal. All you need to do is replace the grid image with the shoot footage using the same lens. Hold OPTION COMMAND to pull out the node and delete the 2D TRANSFORM node as it was just used to align and straighten out the grid. All the actual lens rectification is in the ACTION node and that is all you need. The lines on the image are straight. The whole point of this process is to get the image into a state that makes it workable. For example, this result image can help get more accurate 3D tracks with other applications. And it will also be easier to line up 3D elements in the shot. You could also use this for more aesthetic reasons. But whatever the case, Now you have a reusable lens correction for a particular lens. In the next video, I will show you how to add the lens distortion back into the image from the settings we have created here. Thank you for watching, and please subscribe to the Smoke Learning channel for future videos.